Hey everybody, welcome back to Marine Corps Movie Minute. We're breaking down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. Today we're doing minute number 80 of Heartbreak Ridge. I'm Jack. I'm Brian. And uh, yeah, we are continuing um, uh, Sergeant Major Chuzu's history lesson. It's, uh, this one's a fascinating minute. It's a good minute. It gives us a little bit more um, backstory into Tom Highway. Let's get rolling. What you got for us today, man? This minute right here, we've kind of been waiting for the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. We get confirmation of something we speculated from the get-go. I mean, we've had other sources uh, confirm this for us. Yeah. But it's right here in the movie. Here's the line. We joined the Corps later. Yep. Chuzu flat out says, we joined the Corps later. They were in the Army during the Battle yep. of Heartbreak Ridge. He says, we were with the 23rd Infantry. We joined the Corps later. Right when he says that, right, I mean, it's the first second of the, of the film, or yeah. of, the, of this minute. You see 2nd Infantry Division, and it's like a plaque with their patch. It's like a, it's a, it's a native, Amer yeah, it's, a, yeah it's, um, it's like a shield with a star, mm -hmm. and a Native American with a headdress on is the division patch. And it's just right there on this plaque, and underneath it's got a little gold plate that says 2nd Infantry Division. And I did, I confirmed, I found, I found, uh, you know, online that that is the patch for the second infantry division Two ID. And they were part of the 23rd infantry as well in the second second. If you pause it, you get a picture right next to that plaque. Mm -hmm. It's a picture of a young Sergeant Major Chuzu. Yep. A young Clint Eastwood. Yep. Or, you know, Tom Highway and a young Stoney Jackson. Well, we have to assume that's Stoney Jackson. Yeah. They look younger, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know how they did the photo. If they just took a photo, made it, you know, made them look younger. Yeah, it's incredible because I've seen pictures in modern movies where the Photoshop is so bad that you yeah. like you can clearly see like that head does not belong on that body at all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we can. It, it it does look like it could be Clint Eastwood, and they just you know took a took another photo and you know just whatever. I I don't know how they did it, but it's really good job. Yeah, it's a good job. It looks legit. And it's it's just cool. It's a neat little thing that if if we weren't doing this movie minute by minute, I would have never stopped to pay attention to it. Yeah. Uh, more about the plaque. I uh, and I said they were in the second infantry division, so they were in the second uh, division or twenty third infantry regiment is what they were. Yeah. So and and we've talked in the past about that. That was the regiment that partook in Heartbreak Ridge, basically. Yeah. And they did a lot in Korea. So this was a defining moment in, in, in their lives. Like this was, uh, yeah. this was the, you know, which is, I find it, man, it's, it's just kind of weird that they all decided to, to move from the army to the Marine Corps. And that could be a different story for a different day as to why they decided to make that move. Cause usually that doesn't, that doesn't normally happen unless you're just completely dissatisfied unless they just really wanted to fight. <laughs> I mean, we do know the real life reason and that's because, this movie was supposed to be an army movie. Army right. said no. They went to the Marines. But because it was based on what it was already based on and the script was pretty much already written. All the posters are made. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> they had to come up with a real life explanation or in movie explanation as to why these Marines were getting credit for an army campaign or an army battle. Right. Well, there you go. And that does happen, people do switch services. The fact that they all went together, I mean, clearly they are bonded in blood, the three of them. Yeah. 
Oh, maybe they saw something that they didn't like, or they maybe they just wanted to. I don't know. It's just an interesting. It's just an interesting thing from a character standpoint. Yeah, because that's like, yeah, yeah. This, this great thing, this life changing moment, was so awesome that it formed the rest of my life. But I said, fuck the organization that I was a part of when I did it, <laughs> and decided to join another team. Right. I, I mean, I do well. You find out what happens to that team in this minute, yeah. which we'll get into. Which I do wonder if that's a factor why they decided to go elsewhere. Yeah, maybe. It's so funny how how much they all are so into the core by not, but not starting out into the core, but maybe they just, maybe they, I, I, that would be something I would like to, to know yeah. in, in character, like in universe. Yeah. Why they did that. They never cover that. Yeah. That'd be, it'd be almost be fascinating if somebody wrote like a book. Yeah. You know, uh, about <laughs> it. Some fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's all oh, we're going to make our, we're going to make our own fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that weird stuff where Chuzu and Tom Highway are making out in a foxhole somewhere. None of that creepy shit. I, I didn't say slash fiction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why they're so close. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Chuzu starts giving a history lesson of, you know, their personal history of Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah. Uh, but what we've talked in the past, Heartbreak Ridge was a battle in Cor- the Korean War, and it was uh, from 13 September to 15 October 1951. Yeah, basically, I just I'm just gonna run down a little bit of the highlights because overview of it. Basically, the uh, KPA, the Korean People's Army, withdrew over uh, from after withdrawing from uh, Bloody Ridge. It basically went over and set up shop on Heartbreak Ridge, and they set up all sorts of defensive positions. And so one of the commanders decided that they were gonna go take this hill, and they ordered a single infantry regiment, the 23rd. And it's attached French battalion to make what would prove to be an ill-conceived assault straight up Heartbreak Ridge's heavily fortified slopes. So all three of the second division's infantry reg- regiments participated with the brunt of the battle being by with the 23rd and the 9th infantry regiments, along with their French battalion counterparts. It began on September 13th, and it quickly deteriorated into a familiar pattern. First American aircraft, tanks, and artillery would pummel the ridges for hours, turning the already barren hillside into cratered moonscape. Uh, the Torre Theater infantry would then clamber up the rocky slopes, taking one enemy bunker after another with, by direct assault. Those that survived to reach the crest arrived exhausted and low on ammunition, and then the North Koreans were counterattack. Yeah. This went on for about two weeks. Yeah. They would basically keep everybody up there as long as they could because it was hard to resupply. So yeah. basically, once the unit was about to fall apart, then they'd re- then they'd go they'd uh, send in refresh units in their place, and they, they basically, from what I was reading, the 23rd Infantry was basically shattered from this yeah. engagement. It was uh, the fighting was savage, um, and it was called heartbreak by the American Infantry, and it changed hands many times, and you know from attacks and counterattacks, uh, whole companies were wiped out. Americans uh, used uh, artillery and airstrikes and tanks and but the KPA were hard to get rid of. In, in late September, they got a new commander, and he was like, "That's it. This is a fiasco." And he, they had to read. They had to basically come up with a new strategy. Mm-hmm. And basically, the problem is they the North Koreans were able to resupply while the while the Americans really weren't. So he basically sent uh, the 72nd Tank Battalion basically to kind of go around one of the valleys of Heartbreak Ridge and destroy the enemy's supply dumps and basically cut them off. Yeah. And so he had to send like a bunch of combat engineers had to build a road for the tanks to get through <laughs> while taking fire. So it was pretty good on them. I mean, yeah, 
Combat engineers are no joke, man. Yeah. Imagine being a highway a highway guy working on the roads, you know, and then people are shooting at you while you're doing it, <laughs> wearing that silly vest and the stop sign. <laughs> yeah, so they were, I mean, so they, yeah, they were basically building a road for the tanks to get around while taking fire. Yeah. But by doing that, they caught the Chinese, a Chinese division that was coming to help out off guard, and they basically wiped out the you know, Chinese division. And then so for the next five days, the Shermans came in, they ran in, they took care of supply dumps, they were taking care of the troops, and they destroyed a whole bunch of bunkers on Heartbreak Ridge and surrounding valleys. And um, basically, it cut off the North Koreans. And then, uh, so basically, the armor thrust turned the tide of the battle by hard fighting, but the hard fighting remained for the infantry before French soldiers captured the last communist bastion on the ridge on 13 October. 30 days of combat, the American and French eventually secured Heartbreak Ridge. Man. Both sides suffered a ton of casualties. And, you know, so, I mean, this is pretty, pretty crazy. Like, I mean, they basically were just sent straight up <laughs> to yep. attack. So, I mean, that, now hearing a little bit of that history, let's just get into what Chuzu said. Well, a, you know, so after he, he talked about, you know, them joining the Corps, Stitch says, I've never heard of Heartbreak Ridge. And he's like, well, it's because it's not in any of the history books. Well, it's it, it kind of is. Right. It's a little piece of war. It didn't even have a name. You know, they said the infantrymen called it Heartbreak Ridge. He said Stoney Jackson took one look at the hill and he said, if that does, hill doesn't kill us, it'll surely break our hearts. Yep. That's where they get the name Heartbreak Ridge, at least per this movie. Right. It, you know, in real life, they just called it Heartbreak Ridge because that's what they named it. Stitch wasn't aware of who, you know, who Stoney Jackson was. And he said, oh, well, that's uh, Little Mary's husband. Yeah. And then we find out a little bit more about Clint Eastwood or Tom Highway. He said he's the one that recommended Gunny Highway for his Congressional Medal of Honor. The show is like, wait, what? Gunny Highway won the CMH. Yeah, he's like impressed. He didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a turning point for, you know, in between turning points in movies, right? I mean, we how many times have we said yeah. that? Every minute we've had a turning point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In this particular scene, this is when they actually turning, the turning point is when he turned and walked out of the house as beer cans were being thrown at him. Um, yeah. <laughs> But no, you, but yeah, you, you, I think this is where I think Stitch starts to understand Gunny a little bit better. Yeah. That he's not the guy he thinks he is. Yeah. Well, between going to a Ponte and giving him money and yeah. not, not putting, you know, putting him in the brig for, or, or, or on, uh, you know, or not, you know, uh, NJP. Hours. Yeah, office yeah. hours, NJP. And, Showing his heart of gold and just a few other things that that have happened. Yeah, two dollars. <laughs> yeah, right, it's two bucks. Also, he pitched like he was a he was a pizza delivery guy, beating up Swede. You know, yeah, well, knocking yeah. down Swede, talking crap to major powers, uh, basically not letting them do the the ambush thing. It's all it all clicks right here for him. This yeah. dude's a bad motherfucker right here, and and he gets his he gets his backstory. He says. He wanted to see him, huh? And we, we, you know, Chuzu explains to him what what it was. So let's. Yeah, he's a legit hero. He said he didn't sleep for three days. Last, you know, last wave, last human wave, he's pretty much held off single-handedly. Yep. He said when you know he goes when the smoke cleared, the, the only people who left were me, Stony Jackson, Tom Highway. We know he wasn't lived. Yep. Like that's it. That's a lot to carry with you. As he said, we're the only ones still alive. And Stitch is really thinking about that. Yeah. And he says, well, what happened to Jackson? And then we choose who goes to answer him. And it, it's, it's good. Yeah, and that's the end of the minute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> this is a turning point. We've said it. 
we as a as an audience understand just how awesome Clint Eastwood is. Yeah, he's not just a trophy fighter. He's uh right more to him than that, you know. But and now 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 Stitch Jones understands that fully, I think. And from going forward, you are not going to see them trying to drive him out. They're they're actually going to start to get on board with him. Right. So yeah, so I think that's probably it for this minute, everybody. Um, I don't know, Billy. You got anything else you need to add? No, this is a lot, but I think there's more to the conversation on uh, Monday. So we'll go ahead and finish up. I mean, it's a cliffhanger, so we'll finish up on on Monday yeah. with what Yuzu, what happened in Stony Jackson, more about their history. You know that um, you know Chuzu's kind of given, but but this is pretty another good minute. Yeah, that's a great minute. I mean, I love this is stuff I love. You know about. Yeah. You know, the, I love the talking stuff's good, but yeah, I, I this it's Friday. Just ask everybody to go to movies by minutes. You know, find us on find our Podbean site. We get all our links there. Find us on Facebook. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate you recording with us, Perry or me, yeah, Perry. Yep. So when we when we podcast, I take one look at this podcast and I said, look, if it doesn't kill us, it's surely going to break our hearts. not the ega on his cap i don't know what it is but it's not the ega well you can bring that up then it looks like a stain <laughs> it looks like a pin but it's, it's, it's just a stain say what second infra inter- oh, jesus secondary <laughs> <laughs>